I better get going. Your show's almost on. It's officially overtime. Sounds like a freak of nature to me. Yeah. Can't wait to meet him. Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Hilo Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now, here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. that hard to turn the knobs? Good afternoon. Welcome to Overtime. I am Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us today on the 20th day of November. It's getting close to the end of the month. Thanksgiving just around the corner next week. What are your Thanksgiving plans? Going on the road, staying home, eating a lot, eating a little. Starting to get into those holiday seasons, uh, and we're getting into – we still got football, believe it or not. Uh, it would have been – I know some of you would not believe me if I told you there was going to be a, a Gila Valley football team still playing in the semifinals of football. Uh, but there is, so we'll talk about that today. The recognitions for volleyball is out. Um, we've got a lot of other college basketball tips off tonight. We'll talk about that and more. What is going on? Let's go right to the 2A East girls volleyball recognition. Printed these out just before we went on the air. It's, take, it's taken the, the leagues a long time to get together and talk. There's still some football regions whose games have been completely over, who's not in the playoffs anymore or whose playoffs are already over, haven't been able to post their their pre, their regular season awards yet because they haven't been able to find a time to get together and talk it over. We we made this suggestion at our media advisory meeting to the AIA uh, in August. It's 2019. It's soon to be 2020. Why do we have to meet in person to go over everything? There's plenty of technology out there that allows you to stay in your own office or your own wherever in your own car wherever you want to do the meeting from and be there everybody be on the same page i just i don't know why in 2019 slash 2020 we have to be there in person for some of these meetings anyways that's my two cents so two way east coach of the year went to Rihanna Minnan from Marinci High School. Congratulations to her. He reached 2A East Defensive Player of the Year went to Emily Darwin from Benson. Region Offensive Player of the Year went to Juliana Forgash Aguilar from Marinci. And the Region Player of the Year, Overall Player of the Year went to Taya Baldwin from Thatcher. So congratulations to all of those involved in that. Region Player of the Year, that's a big deal. That means you're the best player in the two-way East. And that is what Taya Baldwin was voted by the other coaches. These are coach awards. So the way these happen is the coach goes to the meeting, the one they have to be into in person, and they bring a list of names. So every coach gets to nominate. And then they go around and go first team, second team, and then they go from that, they go best player, offense, defense, overall, and coach of the year. It is a little odd, though, that the region champion didn't get voted Coach of the Year. That would have been Thatcher. But, hey, that's what the coaches voted on in the 2A East. Here is the all-region first team. Brooke Charlson 
from Pima, Juliana Forgash Aguilar from Marinci, Liv Lunt from Thatcher, Jaden Aguilera from Marinci, Macy Lopeman from Thatcher, and Haley Layton from Thatcher, and Aubrey Sherwood from Pima. That is the 2A East All-Region first team. The All-Region second team is Devaney Medina from Marinci, Cassidy Wakefield from Thatcher, Sadie Morris from Pima, Lene Leonard from Marinci, and Dallas Casillas from Thatcher. Congratulations on those awards this year. 2A East Volleyball All-Region teams this year. 3A South, so this is Safford. On the All-Region first team, Jessica Brightshade as the setter, uh, the only bulldog that made the All-Region first team. All-Region second team, Rachel Fox at a hitter middle blocker position. And that is it on the second team. So the Eagles, or excuse me, the Bulldogs got two girls on the All-Region team, one on first and one on second. Michelle Malice from Tanka Verde was the Region Coach of the Year. Brianna Eady from Tanka Verde was the Defensive Player of the Year. Ainsley Malice from Tanka Verde was the Offensive Player of the Year and the Region Player of the Year. That's Ainsley Malice from Tanka Verde. Congratulations to them. 1A Volleyball rank our uh, all region 1a east all region teams uh caitlin lunt from duncan at a hit hitter middle blocker position layla nelson from fort thomas is libero uh, all region second team of uh, viviana talgo is the hitter middle blocker and kaylee mitchell as the setter congratulations to them summer anderson from north phoenix preparatory was the region coach of the year Katie Harrington from North Phoenix Prep was the Defensive Player of the Year. Cheyenne Hinton from Fort Thomas was the Offensive Player of the Year. Congratulations, Cheyenne. And Sophia Bernovich from North Phoenix Preparatory was the Region Player of the Year. Honorable mentions for the 1A East, Shalena Duane from Fort Thomas, Kaya Haas from Fort Thomas as well. Congratulations to those ladies for the all-region teams, you get a you get a nice plaque for them for making the all-region team. So that that's something you can hang and have forever. I, I assume they still do that. I mean, I'm dating myself, but you know, 20 years ago when I got my all-region awards, they gave you a little plaque. I don't know if it was just the high school did or if if it was just our coach or what, but they did back in the day give you an award. Uh, for that speaking of awards uh, sometime in the next week we will have the kato gila valley central players of fall players of the year awards Uh, we will be handing those out a nice plaque that you can hang as well so uh, be uh, be on the lookout for that there'll probably be a poll up on gila valley central next week uh, with so the fans get to vote too you guys will get a third of the votes so um, there'll be It'll be uh, there'll be a list. You get to rank them, you know, one through ten or whatever, and we'll go from there with the region player of the awards. I just think it's important to keep that tradition alive. In small towns across America, there's always a player of the year award given out by some sports news publication, and why not us? So I'll I'll be heading that up next week. Trying to get that, so be watching HealValleyCentral.net for information on that. Also, my social media pages: Overtime with Lee Patterson on Facebook and on Twitter. It's at RadioGuyAZ99. So, be watching for those as uh, 
we venture into those uh, awards here in the next week or so. We'll take a time out here on Overtime. We'll pay some bills. And when we come back, we'll dig into high school football brackets down to the semifinals in the 2A, 3A, all through the Open Division. And the 1A crowned their champion last weekend. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today. EAC basketball tips off tonight in the ACCAC. We'll preview that here in a little bit. Uh, We'll have one of those games tonight for you. Let's dig into 3A conference bracket. This is finals from last week. Benjamin, number one, Benjamin Franklin beat number nine, ALA Gilbert North, 35-28. Number four, Blue Ridge, or excuse me, number four, Snowflake beat up on number five, Blue Ridge, 42-28. Number three, Northwest Christian knocks off number 11, Yuma Catholic, 37-34. And number two, ALA Queen Creek has no problems with number 10, Sabino, 51-26. to 26. So that sets up the semifinals in the 3A with only one public school. That's number four, Snowflake, taking on number one, Benjamin Franklin. And number three, Northwest Christian, taking on number two, ALA Queen Creek. The first one, Snowflake, Benjamin Franklin, is at Williamsfield Saturday night at 6 and Northwest Christian versus ALA Queen Creek is at Higley High School at 6 o'clock on Saturday as well. Those are intriguing matchups. Um, I think Northwest Christian has what it takes to beat ALA Queen Creek, but if you look at that, ALA Queen Creek put up 49 in the first game and 51 in the second game. By far the most points, I guess not by far, Snowflake put up 42 and 42 so they have scored 84, and that is 90. That is 100 points put up by ALA Queen Creek. So ALA Queen Creek has scored 100 points in two games. Uh, 84 scored by Snowflake is the next 80. No, 91 scored by Benjamin Franklin. So there's some offenses in the semifinals of the 3A. Uh, I think the defenses will be the difference, though. Uh, Benjamin Franklin's defense has been pretty good they've only given up 28 points in their first two games total uh blue ridge has given up 35 points in their first two games um northwest christian has given up 42 points in their first two games and ala queen creek has given up 39 points in their first two games so um i think the defenses are going to be the difference i'd like to i'd like to say that snowflake is going to beat benjamin franklin because they're a public school and i'm a big fan of public schools but i think dave jeffrey's bunch at benjamin franklin just has too much this year i mean they're the number one seed they've had a target on them the whole playoffs and they've responded so i'm going to take benjamin franklin over snowflake and i think i'm going to have to take ala queen creek over northwest christian uh, just because i've seen ala queen creek in person and i saw what they can do when they get in a rhythm and it looks like they're in a rhythm again uh, after losing to Florence about four weeks ago. So I'm going to pick ALA Queen Creek over Northwest Christian and make for an interesting uh, championship game uh, next Saturday at uh, Campo Verde High School. So um, good luck to all those in the 3A conference. In uh, the 1A, they crowned their champion last week. It was number one Williams beating number three Superior 35-20 to in the 1A state championship game. So congratulations to the Vikings winning that state championship. I remember when Williams used to be 2A. Uh, they've been down the last, I don't know, six years or so in the 1A level. Uh, but they won the state championship as the number one seed. They put they, In the first round, they beat Anthem Prep 34-22. 
Then they beat Arete Prep 78 to 8. Then they beat Hayden 49 to nothing uh, before beating Superior 35 to 20. It was a good run for Superior. In their game, they defeated Fort Thomas 48 to nothing. And then uh, then they beat Muggione 52 to 28 before getting beat in the state championship game. That was a back and forth game. Really, that's a, it's a two score game. It was a one score game most of the time, and then Williams opened it up in the in the in the fourth quarter to win that one. So congratulations to the Vikings on the two A side of things. Number one, Round Valley beat number nine, Benson, 36 to 14. Number four, Santa Cruz had zero problems with number five, Parker, 50 to 12. Number three, Phoenix Christian beat number six, St. John's, 27 to 20. And the game we had on the air last week is number seven, Thatcher beating number two, Trivium Prep, 21 to seven. Um, I'm not really surprised. I thought Benson would give Round Valley a little bit more of a game, but. I think it's anytime you have to go to Round Valley and play and you are a running football team, you're behind the eight ball a little bit. And Round Valley, I mean, they're good. They, they, have, they have the athletes. They train at high elevation. And, and they just did what they needed to do to beat Benson. Uh, Santa Cruz is the team, I think, that they're the number four seed. They're the one really nobody's talking about. But the last, uh, the last month of the season, Rashard Davis's team, has played maybe the best in the 2A. Um, I mean, remember, remember, they got a win over Thatcher this year in the, in the regular season. So that is uh, so they will play Round Valley at 6 o'clock at Campo Verde on Saturday. And the other half of the bracket, Phoenix Christian over St. John's 27-20. That was the first lead that Phoenix Christian had in the game. I lied. They were it went up 27 27- yeah, 27-20. Um, St. John's led that entire game. I, I watched the game film on that one. St. John's out physical Phoenix Christian, but Phoenix Christian has athletes, and that's going to be the scary part for Thatcher this week. Um, Trivium Prep, 10-0. Their tailback had run for 2,000 yards and 27 touchdowns, but not against any defenses, and they found that out when they played Thatcher. I mean, Thatcher's only given up 14 points in their two games. Nobody else is near that. I mean, even Round Valley has given up 44 points in two games. Santa Cruz has eh, Santa Cruz has only given up 18 points in two games. Uh, Phoenix Christian has given up 26 points in two games. Thatcher's given up 14 points in two games. And I would argue that if Thatcher could have hang, hung on to the football, that Trivium Prep would have never scored. Their one score was set up on a muff punt return uh, on the 10-yard line. So, um, they held uh, the two A's leading rusher Thatcher did to just 28 or 60 yards on 28 carries. Um, and and that's what they do. Uh, Phoenix Christian has a tailback named Man Man Freeman. He, ha- he was a tailback last year as well. This is the fourth straight year that Phoenix Christian and Thatcher will meet in the playoffs. And Thatcher's 3-0. And it hasn't been close, really. It really hasn't been close in any of those. And... The difference, in my opinion, is not going to be man-man Freeman in the running game. It's going to be the passing game of Phoenix Christian. They do like to throw the football. They don't like to throw it down the field. They like to throw it short and let their athletes make moves. And that's the scary part for Thatcher. Everybody knows. That's, that's, I mean, we'll, they'll get tested for sure 
from game one against ALA Queen Creek when they got torched in the passing game to now to see if they can. Uh, granted, Phoenix Christian doesn't have five guys that can run verticals down the field. They've got one guy, maybe two guys, uh, that they're going to put out on patterns. And we'll see. Thatcher's pass defense has been better, but they also haven't faced many throwing teams since uh, ALA Queen Creek early on in the year. So um, I'm not – Thatcher's defense is good. Um, I don't know that Phoenix Christian's offense – is got enough weapons outside of the one receiver that they can stretch him enough. I don't know that they're going to be able to run on Thatcher. And if you can't run on Thatcher, uh, what do you do? I mean, if, if you're a two-way team when you don't throw the ball that much, I don't know. That's going to be a good one. I know that uh, Brian Cole, the head coach at Phoenix Christian, is probably not sleeping this week trying to put a game plan together because um, – he has nightmares of Thatcher beating him three years in a row. On the other side of it, Round Valley and Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is the most physical team I saw this year. Any any level. And it'll be off the mountain. It'll be at Campo Verde High School. Um, don't be surprised if Santa Cruz is in it at the end of that one. Just don't be surprised. Um, I've got to take Thatcher over Phoenix Christian. I mean... They're 14-0, 15-0 in their last 15 football games in the playoffs. Uh, three of those wins have been against Phoenix Christian, and they're playing better. Thatcher threw the ball for 140 yards last week. I'm not so sure they threw for 140 yards all year. And they threw for 140. Kyle O'Donnell had a heck of a game for Thatcher last year. If he can get that open this week, whew. Mark Wren was perfect from the pocket. I think five for five. I don't know. I mean, I was the only one that had stats, so you'd think I'd know. But, um, so yeah. And I mean, I like their, I like their, I like Thatcher's chances. I mean, it's tradition to be playing the Saturday, the Friday, the Saturday, Friday after Thanksgiving, right? Uh, Thatcher will play at Arcadia High School in the Scottsdale District. We'll be there for you Friday night uh, to bring you all of that one in uh, the playoffs. So. Uh, you hear it here on KTO twelve thirty a.m. or online at gilavalleycentral.net as well. Man, I way over talked my segment time. We're going to take a timeout. We'll come back and we'll, we'll briefly preview EAC men and women who tip off ACCAC action tonight at the new Gateau Gymnasium. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today. ACCAC college basketball tips off tonight. Conference season anyways. The EAC women come into tonight's game 6-1 and one overall. They have won four in a row. They will take on Scottsdale Community College, who is 1-4, and four, and they broke their four-game losing streak in their last one out. They've won their last one, so they're 1-4. and four. Eastern is 6-1. and one. In a conference action tonight, that game tips off at 5.30 uh, uh, here in the Gila Valley. And they're exciting to watch. They've got some their – their one loss, Eastern's one loss this year was to – I don't have it in front of me. Not Howard, the Odessa, the other team from Texas. So Odessa was really good um, and has really ran over everybody they've played. Uh, right now in the league, uh, Cochise is 5-0. and or five and oh, Glendale is seven and one. Eastern is seven and one. Central is four and one. Pima is three and one. Everybody else is three and two and three and three throughout the league. But tonight is the opening conference games of the year. On the other side, the Eastern Arizona men, the only are the the 
the top undefeated team in the conference, 7-0 and coming into this one. They have beaten everybody by big margins this year. Offensively, this is one of the best Eastern men's basketball teams I've seen under Maurice Leitsky in his 11 seasons. Uh, they, they just clicked right away, and they are scoring a lot of points. And uh, just for example, we'll, uh, we'll look at some of these scores. They take on Scottsdale tonight at 7.30. Scottsdale, the only other undefeated team through the regular season. Uh, they're just 4-0, though. But they've got Xavier Fuller averaging 25.3 points a game in four games. That means he scored over 100 points in five games. Kid can score the basketball. He's a sophomore from Mesa High, and he will be a tough one for Eastern to match up with tonight. So here's some of the scores for the Eastern men. Uh, They beat Taylor Made Prep 97-67. They beat Arizona Christian JV 95-77. They beat Benedictine University JV 100-52. They beat Grays Harbor College in a tournament in Yuma 70-63. They beat Palo Verde College 88-75. They beat Little Priest Tribal College 114-65. And they beat Hillcrest Academy Postgrad 107-63. Averaging about 96 points a game for Eastern. Should be a good one tonight. Could be a high-scoring one tonight because Scottsdale's averaging about 94.5 points a game in their four games. So uh, Eastern is led in scoring um, by Nate Pollard Jr. Actually, he averages a, a double-double a game, 16-10 uh, and 10 for him. He's a sophomore from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, but there's a bunch of freshmen. There's a ton of freshmen this year uh, that, that get minutes and are contributors and they're exciting to watch. I've seen them twice now. We'll have that call tonight at 7.30, the Open Loop Energy pregame show about 7.15, uh, and then we'll go there. And if you'd like to watch and listen, uh, we've teamed up with the Eastern Arizona College this year, and they will be providing video for home games uh, so you can watch and listen to the game uh, tonight as well. We'll have that link on GilaValleyCentral.net for you to do so tonight. So uh, that is exciting. So we'll, I'm sure I'll call it a football more than once and a field at least five times. So if you guys are betting people, take over-unders and uh, figure that out. But it should be exciting uh, tonight on the hardwood over at the New Gateau. And if you haven't been to the gym, get there. New Gateau is, is a popping place now. It's bright. It's got new paint, new floor, new backdrop. It's awesome. I really like it. Uh, the athletic department and Todd Haney over at the college have done a nice job of designing that, and it, it's, a, it's a good one. We'll be broadcasting from high above. We're up top this year. Uh, instead of on the floor, we'll be up on the platform on the west side of the, the floor. So uh, it'll be a good one. Tonight, 730, we'll talk to you from Gateau Gymnasium tonight. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Maybe one more football game. Fingers crossed. We'll see you. Goodbye. 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 You'll excuse me. Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.